Let's do this. Season one has been incredibly amazing. Thank you that you stuck with us all along. We are back now with more vigor and vitality and more stories lined up just for you. And your host is Wanjiru Wakuria. Hello guys, welcome to the Audacity Podcast. Um, thank you so much for guys for tuning in today. Um, I really hope you've been enjoying the episodes. We've just had amazing, amazing guests. And today, I have a very huge surprise. Well, Trump is no longer president. <laughs> but seriously though, um, I know we always talk about the transition. Um, you know, from the perspective of people who've transitioned or who are transitioning. And today I decided to have a career coach in the house. Um, so today we are changing things a bit. Just I'm going to ask him some of the things and questions we normally go through as young people in our career space. He's the CEO, uh, career coach and advisor at Career Point Solutions. So guys, this is gonna be awesome. His name is Daniel Mutuku. I cannot wait for you guys to tune in. Um, if you guys have questions that probably I won't tackle, we'll figure out a way of which we can get them to him. But without further ado, let's head on to the episode, guys. Um, hi Daniel, Karibu Sana to the podcast. How are you today? I'm very fine and thank you very much for inviting me to be your guest in the podcast. Yeah, we are so excited to have a career coach. <laughs> that's that's uh, such right. an interesting career path and we have questions and concerns, especially as young people, that, you know, would like to just kind of get right. to hear your opinion. And so we'll just jump into it, right? So most of the time when you finish school, you start looking for a job, right? So how do I package myself? Um, and yet I don't have experience and probably they want, even if it's two years experience, I don't have. So how do I package myself for an entry level role that I feel like I can learn on the job and I don't have the experience? How do I leverage on that? And how do I, you know, sort of uh, package myself with other people probably in the, in the waiting on an interview and they have some bit of experience? Thank you for that. I would say that uh, the employers, they they realize or they know that we have entry-level jobs where students come straight from campus and into the industry where they are able to learn. So there are jobs that are advertised for entry-level. At the same time, you should not be discouraged not to apply for a job just because it says you need one year, two years or three years of experience. But also you need to be very proactive in getting this experience. I must say there are tons and thousands of ways of getting experience. It's only that we or students don't see them as opportunities of getting experience. Number one, you can look for an internship. And in this case, it does not need to be paid internship, even free internship. You can be able to volunteer your time and say, yeah, go to organization and tell them, I want to come here, just uh, see how you do things can i help you are a volunteer but then 
you use that as the opportunity to gain the experience. And it doesn't need to be paid experience for you to be able to qualify it as an uh, experience. I can give you an example. There's a gentleman, we were having a, a career coach, a career talk, and he said, how do I get a job? I finished my school. I just did my internship for three months here at NSSF and I don't have experience. How do I get a job? I'm like, why are you dismissing that three months while you're doing your internship? If you're able to package it in a very, as if you can be able to package any kind of experience, even if you were running a side hustle, that is experience, but it's how you package it that makes a difference. Uh, let me give another story. When I got uh, my first job, I remember it was a teaching job and the gentleman, the only question he asked me and I passed that interview is like, uh, can you teach? I told him, yes, I can teach. Are you sure you can teach? And I said, yes, I have taught before and I can teach again. He said, this young man has got a job. Guess what the teaching I was referring to was? Right. Because it was an IT, they were looking for an ICT teacher. Yeah. I taught my mom how to use the computer. <laughs> Not that he did he teach, but yes, I had taught my mom how to use the computer. So it's how you package it. Oh, wow. I think that's such good advice. So it's if I was volunteering in school or doing anything that's experience, if, uh, if it's a social media role, probably I've handled, even if it's somebody else's social media, I can say I've tried that. I like, I really like that. So that leads me to um some people or you know some people have stayed for so long without getting jobs so is it a question yeah. of that there are no jobs or is there something i can do so if i've been out of school for like four years i've done internships i've gone for a six months internship and they don't want to employ me for one reason or another and am i the problem or, you know, is it, yes, we acknowledge that there are no jobs or is it something that we can do as young people in ensuring that we get those jobs? I mean, what do you think in your opinion here? Yeah. According to the Bureau of Statistics, they say it takes about three to five years for a fresh graduate or someone just from college to be able to secure a job. Wow. And it is quite a very disheartening kind of uh, big uh, statistic. Sure. Personally, it took me about one year after I graduated to get a job. Yeah. But that having stayed, you need to appreciate that it will take time before you get your first uh, the job. Mm-hmm. But it is all about how do you package yourself. It is not that we don't have jobs. It's yeah. only that we have a disparity between the graduates and the work environment the ability to be able to package themselves as people who are ready to work and being able to showcase the value that they have in the marketplace. So how you package yourself is the big differentiator. And the other thing is your willingness to learn what really works in the marketplace. I am not demolishing our education system, but unfortunately it is very academic, it is very theoretical and does not really prepare people to be in the, in the industry sure. but if you know that you should be proactive and say what do i need to do to be able to be ready to work there are some very simple well, i would call them life skills that would enable you to try to get a job the first one is communication i wish you can be able to see the kind of applications i get day in day out in my email address and i'm like for sure how 
how do I hire this person? What can they be able to do? Because they're just stating some random, not random, real facts and figures, and that is their CVs. And the posture at the back of the hiring manager is, how can this person help us? What can they do to assist us get to our mission or whatever we want to achieve? So packaging is the biggest thing. So always find a way to package yourself and find what works. Right. So from is um, you know, also getting a job is somehow a skill and maybe that's what you do at career points, just kind of train people even sometimes you even do free C V, you know, people can just send in their C V and you can, you know, look them up for them. So um I think from an employer's perspective, it's a business. They're looking for an asset. So if Marianne is not gonna be an asset in my company, then I'm not gonna take a liability. So I think um and we can't, you know, say, okay, we were not taught in school how to write CVs, we were not taught how to write covered letters. And even if I was taught, I wasn't taught how to write a covered letter. Yeah to apply for a job in career points, right? So I think we also need to learn how to shape our CV, even from what you said, like you are a teacher. I think it's that's really, really good wisdom. So um, so let's say, I've, you know, getting a job is one thing, but you find that I've already gotten a job. It's an entry level role. Um, I'm, I've been there for let's say six months or an year and I'm, I'm a young person and I'm thinking okay I can get a better job or do I stick to this one and hopefully I grow so how do you make that decision is there a proper time to exit certain roles um, recently I think um, studies have been done that you know young people just don't stay in jobs like you go there for like three months and you're like okay I'm bored uh, let me look for something else so at what point do you know okay you're young it's time for you to you know look for better roles or you know try test see which career maybe workplace fits your personality and who you are or should we stick to one role and hopefully you know kind of grow grow our ladder and you know you don't want your cv to be six months six months six months so what is your opinion and how do i tell it's time now to exit for me as a young person for sure I would start by saying the day and age where someone would work for a company for like 10, 15, 35 years are long gone. Yeah. The other day I was just talking to my wife and I realized, yeah, my mom uh, retired this year in January and she has worked for one employer the rest of her life. Wow. Like, I think it was about 35 or something years. And of course, that day and age is way long gone. Right. But at the same time, young people interpreted in the wrong way in the sense that, uh, yeah, right now someone will have three, four different careers in their lifetime. And so it means I need to be job hoping. Actually, that is the word. Yes. That is usually a very, very bad indicator, especially when I see that and have other hiring managers see that in your CV. You should try as much as possible not to be a job hopper. And especially as you're getting in, you should be able to get that job first, learn the basics, get that experience, and really grow. There might not be a timeline. I wouldn't say six months, one year, or two years old, but minimum. Actually, I would say a minimum of one year is okay. And even you can stay there for three, up to maybe three to five years. That, number one, will give you a footing in the industry. It will give you a footing in the 
in your career path, you will now be able to realize, yeah, this is what I want and this is what I don't want. And at the same time, it will give you a way to start narrowing down. I can assure you when you're even writing CVs, a CV for an entry level is totally different from someone maybe who has five years of experience because we find that they will have kind of narrowed down. In the same same thing, it might be accounting, engineering, ICT. It was a wide range, but now, right now, they're saying, no, this is a kind of my specialist area. So I would really advise them to take the time to learn, absorb, Forget about the payment. I think that is also something that's very important. Don't say I'm moving from this job, it is not paying me very well and all that. That initial first job, second job, you shouldn't be thinking about payment. Of course, you need to meet your bills, but it should not be the priority. As long as you're being exposed, you're learning, you should always be an open cup in terms of learning, getting new experience, and exploring then from there you can make a more informed decision i can assure you working in an organization for six months and working there for two months and you have to leave you will realize you make two different kind of choices and of course the latter one is more informed wow okay i think that's that's some um funny you know we're just discussing about you know when you get out of school you really like i don't have Daniel, you know, telling me that, right? So if we were not having this conversation, I will not know that. So, um, you know, where do we get this kind of um, advice that really can really be detrimental to our life? You can leave a job that, you know, probably wasn't paying you well because your friends are living the life and you, you're just there. You don't feel like, you know, so you get another role and then that's not working. Um, I mean, there are resources out there, but it's like, you know, like, I don't think we really try and even try and get the information, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think what, I think what they need to do is they need to change their mindset and their thinking in terms of investing in themselves. Okay. Um, it is important for young people and especially who are in campus or graduating or say campus, you are on your final year, you're in college, you should start thinking about investing in yourself. Career Point Solutions started as an organization that was supposed to help final year students and people who have just graduated with all this valuable information and how to beat a path in their career. But it was not a sustainable model because young people don't want to pay for some of these services or they don't want let me say they don't want to invest right i can tell you even when i was in school i have a thousand bucks and i have to pay for going to this seminar or this workshop i would opt uh let me go out there buy a drink so and it's not a bad thing when you're a uh, campus it's okay you can have fun but immediately you start you are in your final year you're tr- almost trying to look for a job you change that mindset right away and start saying how do i invest in myself because at some point we had to shift and we started targeting people who are already working because right. we they have buying power but uh, now when they invest in themselves even the growth is 
is that's so true i mean we might not have people to guide but they should invest in themselves right so even that 500 something attend a workshop watch a youtube video you have a youtube video daniel motuko that is so insightful right that you know we can get wisdom and nuggets but would rather watch you know some social light <laughs> so that's so true even right. three things we don't want <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, that's a very good example. Because it, it's now even a choice in terms of not money, but uh, time and priority. priority yeah. I have, of course, my YouTube channel is full of uh, career guidance video, free of charge. Right. But now because you have an hour, you will spend that hour watching some social lights, showing you some lies because these are all staged, I can right. tell you. Okay. And really so, invest some time. Some yeah. Time. So probably, you know, that, you know, we're talking about people getting into careers. There are people who, you know, want to start their own jobs. They want to start their own gig, even if it's, um, you know, an online store, you know, buy some, you know, stuff from somebody and then resell and make your money. They don't really feel that, you know, I want to be tied down to a job. So what is your opinion on, you know, you know, people becoming entrepreneurs, which is amazing. Um, compared to, you know, do I really need to get a job first to get some basic skills? Or can I just start, you know, even if not career point, can I start blogging or vlogging? And hopefully that can grow into, you know, a big business 10 years later. What are your personal thoughts on, should I get a job even if it's a three months internship or part-time? Or do I start my own thing? You know, no particular great work experience and I'll learn on my job and build my empire. <laughs> right? Yes, I would say entrepreneurship is a great thing. Right. However, it has always been taken out of context. And especially with the young people, everybody wants to be identified as an entrepreneur. Sure. And Yes, doing some business, doing some gigs will teach you and will show you some ways that you wouldn't have, uh, some things you wouldn't have learned. But I would advise it is important for you to get a job for two main, actually three main reasons. Yeah. Okay. Number one, when you get a job, it allows you to be able to get money for your basic needs. Yeah. So you, because a business will not shoot up from the well, day one and it will be able to pay for your things. So it's number one for the money. Number two, when you are working, this is the greatest school ever. You are being trained, you are learning how things work, and you're being paid for being trained. Let me tell you, entry-level jobs, one, the first, second, third year. Yes, you're doing some work, but you are learning more than you are working. actually working. So it is a school where you're being taught and you're being paid for being taught. Right. So it's such a great... Uh, opportunity and then the third thing is that you get experience if now you are open-minded if you're really because the definition of an entrepreneur is someone who is able to be innovative and thinks of uh, think of ways to solve problems right uh, with a certain whatever they uh, maybe innovation right. or thinking or changing the way things are done it does not mean you cannot exercise entrepreneurship while you're employed you can still be able to do that are you seeing some ways that you can be able to improve the system, how things are done in that workplace? Is it that, yeah, this is an inefficient way of uh, driving sales? Can we try out this 
and all that. So you get an opportunity to exp- uh, to to learn and also get that experience to exercise your entrepreneurship, not on your dollar, not on your money, because things go wrong. It is not per se your investment, but of course you are not doing it for the purpose of having things go wrong. But you will always learn. So that experience is also important. And once you have been able to establish yourself, you can be able to grow the entrepreneurship. Right. Unfortunately, what is in the main uh, mainstream media is those people who leave school halfway, yes. jobs, Steve Jobs, <laughs> and the Bill Gates, and they end up being yeah. yeah. But they are a fraction. I can tell you there. 90 the other 99 percent of great entrepreneurs at some point they were employed or even a bigger part of their uh, working life they were employed right oh that's so amazing actually that reminds me where i work there's a lady who bakes cake so if somebody has a birthday if the company has celebrating anything she's the one who you know delivers and that's just a client so you can be an entrepreneur while still employed even if you still want to venture into that so um yeah i think lastly what i want to ask is um you're in this entry level role and of course you have this ambition to you know either climb up the career ladder in that company or get another job um you know you're still learning on the job what are maybe certain things that we can also do to grow i mean do do i do my masters do i do a professional course do i do an online course how do i still you know keep myself um you know competitive because there are other people in entry-level jobs who we are gonna apply for another role either in this company or another company so how also do i still package myself and invest in myself in ensuring that i'm still learning i'm still growing are there courses i can do are things i can take what i can really look out for to just ensure that i'm you know on top of my game in whatever career industry that you're in I would highly suggest that you take um, short courses, short online courses, not necessarily short, even online courses that are very specific to your needs in terms of your career growth. Unfortunately, uh, our society also always looks at courses in terms of, is there a certificate? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it is not about the certificate. That is the wrong impression that I usually get. Uh, at Career Point Solutions, we offer short courses, online courses. Yeah. And the first thing someone will ask, will I get a certificate out of it? Of course, you get a certificate, but I usually stop and ask them, are you interested in the certificate or the skills yeah. that you learn in that course? Yeah. Yeah. So focusing on the skills for you to be able to have the ability to work, to be able to perform a task, a certain task is even more important. I have grown myself in terms of my career and what I do at Career Point Solution, both as a coach and also on the marketing side. And I have done so many courses, of course, most of them, I think all of them, they are online. Some I don't even need to do a, a real course. I just follow someone YouTube channel. Maybe they have a series of um, videos explaining on how to do something. And at the end of that time, I am able to execute that exact task. I don't have a certificate uh, for it, but I'm sure if I was to look for a job, I can tell you for sure, I can do that. I do digital marketing. I do a a lot of coding. I do create um, what you call a sales funnel. 
Right. And, and I don't have a certificate for that, but the fact that I can be able to give me a task, I'll do it. It is more valid. So they should get the short courses, focus more on the skills rather than the certificate. And of course, these should be courses that will direct them or, or they can see a future in their careers. Right. Masters is right. a good thing, but again, it's still another academic course. Yeah. It does not yeah. make a very big difference. Of course, it looks big on your CV, yeah. but yeah. you have the ability to do that one. Right. Amazing. And speaking of short courses, like you mentioned, you offer short courses at Career Point. You know, um, career coaching is, I can't say seemingly a new concept in Kenya, but actually, if you look abroad, that people like career coaching is a real thing like they go to a career coach the same way if you're investing in a house you go to you know somebody to just give you advice so probably tell us what you guys do at career points and how we can maybe somebody's at home they don't know how to write their cv even the basics of writing a cover letter they don't even know where to apply for jobs can you help me and what do you guys do at career points solutions yeah what i would say our mission at Career Point Solutions is to make people more employable and to increase their earning potential. Okay. And everything that we do is usually geared towards that. Okay. We're able to achieve that through maybe at an entry level, we provide free CV review. So, wow. and recently we even started uh, providing free career coaching sessions. So the first session you have is a free career coaching session. And I want to extend the same offer to the listeners of this podcast. Right. So, Probably we'll put this link in the show notes. Sure. So that is careerpoint.co.ke forward slash CV review. Mm-hmm. Then you'll get an opportunity to submit your CV. We'll take a look at it and then we will tell you what needs to be done to make it professional. But now if you want to go that way, you can create your own professional CV or you can give us the chance to write for you the CV. And also we will have a discussion. We'll give you a call and we'll have some uh, coaching session for you. So wow. that will be a great opportunity for listeners for this podcast to take advantage of. Of, I mean, there are free, you know, people who can look at your CV for free. I mean, that's just incredible. So I will definitely leave the description, Career Point Solution. Um, also, you can check out his YouTube channel, Daniel Mutuku. He has some really interesting nuggets about, you know, writing your CV. I mean, it's just really awesome. And, and it's so, I like the fact that it's very engaging. It's not sort of boring. <laughs> and, and, thank and thank you, Daniel, so much. I will, for all that, you know, what you've just spoken about, honestly, it's, I've learned personally you know i mean an entry level role i think there are things that i'll definitely pick up you know do short courses um learn you know there are free things out there and also invest in myself pay for some courses pay for some coaching talk to daniel um i'll definitely leave all his contact details and you can definitely reach out but i really really enjoyed this conversation daniel thank you so much you're welcome right so thank you so much guys for tuning in i hope this was um very helpful especially for somebody who's looking for a job or even somebody who is in school they can start now you know uh if you're in second year third year writing your cv for internship it's really weird like it's really hard to write an internship cv or you know 
uh, cover letter, you don't really know how to structure it because I remember I didn't quite know. Um, and you know, you can definitely reach out. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out um, Career Point Solution. I'll definitely link all their details on my social, on the description box and see you on the next one. Thank you so very much for tuning in to this week's episode. It's always a pleasure to have an amazing guest every week. So um, if you enjoyed this particular episode or another, how about you share with a friend, yeah? So just copy the URL and share with a friend and I would definitely appreciate it. To give you comments and love, how about you follow the Audacity podcast page on Facebook and instagram page that is at the a underscore um darcy podcast and see you on the next one